0: Hello, Crossroads family and guests. We are so glad that you tuned into our podcast today. We want to let you know about our website, wherelifechanges.com. There you can find more about church events, ministries, and giving options. Check out Pastor Lee's blog at pastorlee.net. And you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at crcc underscore social. Find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash Changes. We really hope that the message today would inspire, inspire, and encourage you to worship passionately, serve others, and share truth. Now let's jump into the message. Good morning, Buenos dias. Alrighty, so uh, I am. If you don't know me, my name is Vanessa De Luna, and uh, I am the Next Gen Pastor. So I do youth and young adults, and I used to do children. So one thing that I used to do with them, or I still do with them, is games. So one way that I can feel more comfortable with y'all is I'm going to play a game with y'all. If you want to participate, y'all can, um, but it's called sit down if. So I'm going to say sit down if, and then I'm going to say a sentence. If that sentence pertains to you, then you will sit down. Cool? All right, everybody stand up. Stand up with me, please. All righty. So we had one winner the last service. So we'll see if it is the same winner. All righty. Sit down if you have a pet cat. <laughs> All right. It eliminated some of them. Next one. Ooh. I won't tell Pastor Lee. But you are if you are a Cowboys fan. Sit down if you are a Cowboys fan. That's okay, y'all are used to losing, right? <laughs> All righty, sit down if you have been pulled over by the cops in the past six months. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> sit down if you have traveled outside of Texas. Okay. let's see who's left let's see who's left oh, okay 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 so it's sit down if you have traveled outside of texas all righty so last one this might be eliminate a lot of you but we'll see sit down if you have a facebook account all righty we have three winners give them a hand clap oh four awesome all righty guys y'all can take a seat thank you for participating um and this is kind of leading into uh what i'm going to speak today which um the name of this is am i conforming or transforming and it's based off of romans 12:2, which i'm going to preach on today um but if i were to ask you sit down if you are conforming would you have sat down so this is a question that kind of takes a little digging in yourself if you're conforming to the patterns of this world so let's pray and then we can get into it lord just speak to our hearts today Open our minds to hear this truth. Help us to reveal in ourselves if we are conforming to the world patterns today. If we're truly transforming in who you want us to become. Father, help us on this difficult path that leads to you. And I just pray that you use each and every one of us where we are. Someone is is listening to us. Someone is looking at our lives, Father. For faith, for hope. Help us to be that lighthouse. Jesus, we love you. In your holy name we pray. Amen. Alrighty, so if you can turn with me to Romans chapter 12, verse 2, and say amen when you got it. Oh, that was fast. (laughs) I heard an amen over there. Um, If not, you will have it on the screen here. But it says, and if you know it, you can say it with me. Do not conform to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is. His good, pleasing, and perfect will. So let's pay attention to that first little section right there. Do not conform to the pattern of this world. So what does it mean to conform? Well, according to Google, it says conformity is the act of matching attitudes, beliefs, and behaviors to group norms, being like-minded. So when we see that, now we can see, okay, are we conforming? but now it's the pattern, right? A pattern is a repeated design, something that we see repeatedly. And what are world patterns that we see repeatedly? Anger, lust, envy, jealousy, pride is a big one, uh, greed, laziness, gluttony, hate, etc. So these different patterns we can see within ourselves because no one's perfect. And these different things can lead to a multitude of sin. So when we ask ourselves, why do we do it? We know these things are bad. We, When we follow God, we know these things are bad. And we don't like to do these things. Well, because they're easy to do. They're easy. The, makes, the enemy makes it easy. The enemy makes it an escape. Maybe we want to escape from reality. We want to escape from uh, what our our lives look like maybe it feels good or it's an instant gratification um so the enemy makes it so easy for us to fall into these different temptations and remember temptation isn't a sin to be tempted isn't a sin when we fall into that temptation is when it becomes a sin but good news is that we can ask for forgiveness and he is always willing to give it to us um but you have to remember that we are also fighting a spiritual battle something that we cannot see if everyone would see this spiritual battle we would all follow god because of how ugly and how um just unimaginable that that it is if we see and we read the the truth we Put on our spiritual goggles and see that, and we see what the the world is trying to uh, turn us into. So remember that we are always, there's no break with the the enemy. There's no break. He is always consistently in whatever small or big thing that he's trying to do, he is trying to defeat you. Um, In Proverbs 3, we see the good news, though, and we see how we can defeat that. Proverbs 3 verses 5 through 6, it says, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, submit to him. Everybody say, submit, and he will make your path straight. So all what do we have to do? Submit to him, right? Uh, but that's easier said than done. A lot of things are like that. But when we do, he makes our path straight. And we see later on our, his perfect will, his good, pleasing, and perfect will. Um, so God is in control. Don't worry. And it's easy for me to say because I'm here now, but I was just, I'll tell you my VBS story. Um, some of you have heard it. But when I first started, I was doing mainly kids. And uh, Pastor Lee had asked me to lead VBS, but like on stage. So I was doing all the background stuff, but I was never on stage. And I lost my mind. I did not want to do it. I was very nervous. I was crying a bunch in his office. Um, And I just, I, I, I told him I physically can't do it. But knowing Pastor Lee, he still made me do it. Um, And I did good. I I, I was nervous, obviously, but I did good. And comparing that to right now, I'm a little nervous, but it's nowhere near as nervous as I was back then because God has used me and God has I have followed him to this point. I'm not going to say I followed him perfectly because obviously there was bumps in the road and I took different turns that I shouldn't have. But I, I did follow him to the best of my abilities. And that's all he asked from you. To follow him to the best of your abilities because you will fall. God is there to pick you up. The Holy Spirit is there to pick you up. Um, so let's move on to the second part of Romans. It says, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Uh, Sarah just talked about transformation class, and it's a great class to. Um, just learn a lot of things that you may not know if you are a new Christian, or even if you've been a Christian your whole life, you may not know some of these things. And it is a great start. Um, but we all have decisions in life. Everything starts with a decision. We decide to wake up in the morning. We decide to brush our hair. We decide to brush our teeth. Some of you may not decide that, but that's still a decision. Uh, Some of you may uh, decide to go to work or not. Call in. Um, But the point of it is everything starts with a decision. Some of us as kids, or all of us as kids, things were decided for us. And some things were never meant to happen to you. And those things, unfortunately, happened, and you didn't decide those things. But God will use all your pain. He will use every ounce of that pain for the good. And I'm not saying that he caused that. But he will use it for the good if you follow him. So our most important decision of our lives is to give our life to Christ. And he, he leads us to this perfect will of his. And I'll talk about later how it's not easy. It's the hardest thing you'll ever do. But I promise you, it's the most rewarding. Um, so if you really want to be transformed, that's the first step, to commit your life to Christ. Christ. That's already a step in the right direction. That's already uh, stepping into transformation. But after that, you have to follow what God has for you, the things that he wants for you. So if you don't follow that, if we don't do anything at all, we're not transforming. Because remember, it's, it is a constant walk into your life. We are constantly and consistently walking in his, in his perfect will. Um. But also, people have this false notion um, that believers, people who believe in God, are that they have to be perfect, or I have to have my life super straight, like I cannot sin one time, um, I can't follow God if I'm doing this, this, and this. And I say that because that was me. That was me. I, I thought I could not be in God's presence because... I just am so shameful of what I have done and and what the things that I have been through. Like, God doesn't want me. God wants somebody perfect. But there is good news. In Matthew 11, verse 28, it says, come to me, all you who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. It doesn't say, come to me, all you who are perfect, all you who have your lives." put together all you who are rich it says come to me all you who are weary and burdened and I will give you rest that's all of us that is all of us and he is there's an invitation here that he will give us the rest that he has and the peace in his heart will come to us doesn't mean that there's going to be turmoil around you but in the turmoil there will be peace so as a believer we should always want more of what God has in store for us. We should never settle for less. We should pursue what he wants for us because there's so much abundantly. There, there is so much that we can't even perceive and we can't see. If we did see it, we would, yeah, be running to that way, but we can't see it. We just have to trust in his plan, in his process, and he will make our path straight. Um, so action Nate was talking about action. We have to put action behind our faith, not just uh, sit around and do nothing. Um, I'm reminded of the tragedy that happened in Uvalde, and it really hit hard with me, as did a lot of people, and those families will be in my heart forever. But just as he was saying, we can't just grieve and forget about it. We have to be there for those families in whatever way we can. And whatever we can do in our own community to never have that happen again. Unfortunately, bad things happen every day. And I wish we can stop it. But if we can do anything at all, then let's do that. So in James uh, chapter 1, verses 22 through 25, it says, Do not merely listen to the word and so deceive yourselves. After what had happened in Uvalde, clear, clear as day, God called me to go into the schools. And I was like, well, God, how? You know, it's hard to get into schools. And it wasn't looking good because I was kind of... uh, People were telling me that it's very hard to get into schools, especially if you want to start something. And uh, obviously, I'm not a student or anything. um, And if there's nothing established, it's very hard. Um, So luckily, we have a person in the church, Michael Alfaro. He uh, helped me kind of make connections with somebody there. And doubt is a funny thing because I was doubting. I was like, okay, well, these people are telling me, you know, it's gonna be very hard. It's looking slim, so don't get my hopes up. But if God wants it to happen, He will make a way. He will always make a way. And um so he got back to me. He was like, Yeah, like that's definitely that something that that you can do. Um, I, I still don't know in what uh in what uh facet it's gonna look like, but um it, it's looking good. So so I'm excited about that because My heart has always been for the youth, the kids, the young adults, um, because they need us. They need adults who love God, adults who love them, adults who reflect Jesus in their lives. And there's tragedies happening every day because they go home to parents who don't care. They go home to parents who don't love the lord and that leads to you know mistakes and those mistakes like we talked about go into decisions that weren't supposed to be made for those kids um so if you if you want to follow god if you want your life to be transformed follow his will and take action whether that looks like volunteering in kids ministry, in youth ministry, I know there are a lot to handle, but I promise it's rewarding. Um, in the Boys and Girls Club, if not even in church, if it's uh, someone outside, outside of church, the homeless um, program that we help with. If it's uh, Teen Challenge, we just had Teen Challenge here not too long ago, and uh, their testimonies are so powerful. And that's because some, somebody believed in them. And somebody decided to walk, with them through the ugliness that was in their life. And look at them now. It's amazing. They're following Christ. And, and that just reminds me that God can do the impossible in somebody's life. It's never, it's never, you're never too far gone. But we can't conform. Because then we aren't transformed from the inside out. When you root yourself in truth, your life will be a reflection of that truth. And people will see it. People will see that light inside of you. When you root yourself in truth, your life will be a reflection of that truth. And people will be drawn towards you. People will, will naturally be drawn towards the light that you have because that's Jesus. That's the Holy Spirit guiding them to you. Um not too long ago or actually last Sunday we had um the youth rally and we were talking about um distractions. You're talking about distractions and what are examples of distractions and uh one of the, the youth said bad friends. He said, Bad friends, but I am good. Which is good. Which is great actually. He has worldly friends and he's good. That's good up until a point where it doesn't become good, where they keep testing your limits. They keep asking you to do this, to do that. And then they don't care about where, where you go, right? It might lead you down a rough path. And then where are those friends going to be? So, be careful with friends like that. And it's not just youth. It's we, As adults, we have those friends. And if we are not careful, we will be drawn into the darkness, and into the, the, the different paths that we see. We become like-minded. As Christians, we are not called to follow the crowd. We're called to be set apart. And if, we, and if we're not careful, we can easily fall into that. And I say that from experience. I've done that before. Because you want to 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 belong, you want to to belong somewhere where you, you yeah you're accepted. Thank you. Um, but I promise you, God, God's way, God's will will always prevail if you follow it. And also, if you if you slip up. As we all do, there's forgiveness, there's grace. Be careful not to abuse that forgiveness and grace. We'll always have it. We'll always have it. And we can always be there. But but the difference is I'm choosing to turn away from what I know, my habits, and choosing to follow God, even though it may hurt, even though I'm uncomfortable, even though it may be lonely and I'm the only person following this route. Choose to follow Christ. And when we when we do nothing, we are choosing to conform. Along with talking about friends, there is also friends and people God placed in your life to tell you the truth, the honest truth. And let me tell you, it'll offend you. The truth will offend you if you hear it with a hurt heart, a broken heart, um, an angry heart it'll offend you but use your wisdom to discern who who's actually there for you who actually wants the best for you in Christ and match it to the biblical truth and you'll always know who's there for you and who wants the best for you and if those friends that are trying to get you to do other things that aren't the best for you what's what are they really wanting you to do where, where do they, they want their lives to go? And, you, and it's not that you can't be there for them because they might be struggling in their own way. They might be, be struggling with their own things and they want somebody to be there with them. But you can still be with them and tell them the truth. So do not be offended. And lastly, the last part of the verse, it says, then you will be able to test and approve what God's will is. His good, pleasing, and perfect will. His good, pleasing, and perfect will. God never said it'll be easy. In fact, it'll be the hardest thing that you can ever do in your life. Matthew, Matthew chapter 16, verses 24 through 26, it lays it out for us. Then Jesus said to his disciples, Whoever wants to be my disciple must deny themselves and take up their cross and follow me. It's not easy to take up your cross. For whoever wants to save their life will lose it. But whoever loses their life for me will find it. What good, it w- what good will it be for someone to gain the whole world yet forfeit their soul? Or what can anyone give in exchange for their soul? Our worship director um, from Uvalde, Keeley, she had shared this on Facebook, uh, one of her friends. And I want you to really think about it. It's costly to look at Jesus but it's more expensive to look away. It's costly to look at Jesus, but it's more expensive to look away. It's going to cost you, but if you turn from him, that's going to be your life. Will you stand with me? Just close your eyes. Just think about where you are right now in life. If you're conforming, if you are settling with the bare minimum, be honest with yourself. It's, it's just you and God. It's you and God. God loves you. And God wants the best for you. Are you choosing to conform to the patterns of this world? We all have something that we are walking through. We all have a season. Ask yourself, what can I do to follow Christ better? Not for my own sake, but for those that are around me. This is serious. And although we may not see it, there is a spiritual warfare going on all around us that are always trying to take us down. But today, we're saying, no. The enemy will not have my life. Because I choose Christ. The one who died on the cross for my sin. Father, look into our deepest parts, the parts that we hide from everyone else, the parts we don't want anybody else to see. Father, help us to transform. We know that your will is perfect Your will is good. Help us to know the urgency that is. Lord, I speak revival into every person that is here. Revival starts within and spreads. Help us to become the best version of ourselves, Father. God, we cry out to you. We're not perfect. We are not perfect and we stumble and we fall, but we have you and we have the Holy Spirit to help us. So, Father, I ask that you, you set a fire in our hearts. Set a fire in our souls, Father. Because following you will be the best decision of our lives. We do not want to conform. Lord, as we sing this song, I pray that we give whatever it is up to you, that we choose not to conform to the patterns of this world. In the holy name we pray, amen. Hey, I just wanted to say thank you for your time and listening today. If you liked what you heard, don't forget to hit that subscribe button and share us with your friends. Also remember to follow us on social media, If you ever find yourself in the area, we would love to see you on a Sunday morning at 1040 a.m. Thank you again, and we'll see you next week.